But in the book, what I do is I start going through what are the eight or 10 principles that we learned from the real big mountains that we learned to, to get through not just cancer, it could be finances, it could be relationships, it could be grief, because we've been up that mountain. What can, we, what can we show you that might be of help? Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hi, and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. Today, I'm on the line with Mr. Gary Sinclair. And, and Gary and I, we're going to be talking about his journey uh, with his wife and himself as mountain climbers and uh, in addressing some challenges that they've both faced throughout their life. So with that being said, welcome to the show, Gary. Thank you so much. It's great to talk with you. I love the idea of your show. Thank you so very much. Yes, uh, it's a passion of mine. And, and you know, talking about passions, I, I've seen through your, your writing um, that uh, something very important um, came up in uh, your lives, um, which we can deep dive into. Now, for everybody who's on the show today, Gary is a uh, leadership trainer. He's a coach and author and motivational speaker. But our primary focus, which we can talk about leadership and, and those sorts of things later on in the call, but today's primary focus is about his book, uh, Never Quit Climbing. But before we do that, Gary, I'd love to learn uh, a little bit more about yourself, where you're located, um, what you like to do in your bet. pastime, and those types of things. You bet. Well, uh, we currently live in Indianapolis, Indiana, home mm -hmm. of the Indy 500. Beautiful. Race, and um, we have uh, been grew up in the Midwest, but then lived eight wonderful years in Austin, Texas. Our sabbatical from the snow, as we like to call it. <laughs> uh, we have been married for uh, be forty four years. Uh, later this month, um, we have two grown children, a boy and a girl. Our son is in radio and public address announcing. Our daughter. Uh, as a mom, but does some photography and graphics, and we have six grand boys, and wow. they're, they're fun. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we're at we're kind of at that retirement stage of life, but we're not ready to do that. We've we've kind of committed ourselves to help people, and uh, uh, some of that is the whole overcoming piece that I'm sure we'll talk about. But it's just a it's a good stage of life. We're we're kind of got some freedom to do that, and so we're kind of seeing where it goes. Yeah, thank you very much for the insight. Now, uh, one of the things that just popped to mind, Gary, is when you were talking about retirement is um, uh, humans need to be goal setters. What sort of goals yeah. are you setting for yourself at this stage? Yeah, I think, well, one, uh, we want to stay healthy. And of course, everybody in the world has been <laughs> wrestling with that one. Oh, yeah. Um, but we, yeah, we, you know, our, our world has been uh, education, uh, faith, journeys, faith, uh, jobs, and then leadership training and all that. And, and, but we've decided that at this stage of life, we'd love to be able to have a little more freedom to just help other people, whether it's overcoming a, a mountain, which we can talk about, but some of it is, you know, just dealing with life, dealing with your marriage, um, you know, giving some money away. We're not rich, but, uh, you know, we want to share with some of what we have. So it's, we're still figuring it out, and, and we think that maybe what's going to happen is uh, we're going to be figuring it out until the day we die, and we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. And uh, 
see what happens. That's wonderful. Um, you know, you, you are the salt of the earth. It's clear to me. I've read through uh, some of the praises that uh, you have received for your work, both from a, I guess, uh, counselling perspective, as well as your work through your book. And uh, I, at this stage, I'd love to shift gears if we could, Gary, and start sure. talking um, about your books. You've, you've written more than one, is that correct? Uh, yeah, just written my fifth. Uh, my first two were uh, pretty basic. Uh, one was on marriage and one was on uh, uh, parenting uh, called Turn Up or Turn Around Your Marriage, Turn Up or Turn Around Your Parenting. They're very practical. Just, hey, what did we learn the hard way? And we're passing it on to you and here it is in a little kind of book form. So those were fun, kind of got started, had done a little writing, you know, in the magazine world, periodical world. But um, so we started with those, but then Never Quit Climbing really uh, came out of the last 15 years of telling our story. And so mm -hmm. finally put that down last year and then wrote a new book uh, that I'm really excited about. Uh, there's two versions of it, but I'll give you the one version. It's called Now, and it's called Avoiding Life and the Someday Syndrome. <laughs> and there are a lot of people who, you know, everything goes into this kind of file of someday file. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we do have to put things off, but boy, sometimes we just need to say, no, no, if it, why wait? You know, there are people who say, well, we'll travel after we retire or we'll, we'll do this with our kids someday. And, and it, someday never comes. And so I talk a little bit about why we get, we go to the someday deal and, mm -hmm. and I've been there myself. In fact, it took me a long time to write the book. It's kind of a funny introduction that I have to confess that uh, I lived in the someday syndrome for a long time. So anyways, uh, those, those are some of the things we've been doing and uh, we'll see where that one goes. Yeah, well, I know that uh, the biggest teacher is life itself. Um, yeah. In turn, you become the educator through those experiences. Um, I wonder if we could talk in detail um, about your book, Never Quit Climbing, because it struck sure. me as a very life-driven experience. The timing was very interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, let's talk about that. Sure, you bet. Well, you know, I've, 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 I'm a mountain guy. I'm not a pro. I'm not an, an Alex Honnold. You know, I've never mm -hmm. climbed El Cap. But, but I've loved the mountains since I was a kid. I tell a little that story in the book. And so we got started doing stuff with our kids. Uh, well, I made one of my goals, if you talked about goals, was to climb three 14,000 foot, uh, what that be, three, 4,000 meter peaks, um, before my son got out of high school you know i want to do something as a dad with my son and we did that and we actually did a fourth one i did three with my daughter uh same idea and then i did one with my wife which was just before the whole cancer diagnosis but mm -hmm. so i've had this phrase never quit climbing for a while but boy it came alive when she got cancer that three month diagnosis after uh she did her first 14er as they're called and uh we so, so we we started learning as we went through that and i'd love to say we learned it right away we, we didn't we, mm. we we learned as we went hey we have to climb this cancer mountain because it was like mount everest to us we have to climb this cancer mountain the same way we climb a regular mountain and all of a sudden that started to be helpful it didn't take the mountain away but in the book what i do is i start going through what are the eight or ten principles that we learned from the real big mountains 
that we learn to, to get through not just cancer, it could be finances, it could be relationships, it could be grief. Um, what are some things that will help you? Because we've been up that mountain. What can, we, what can we show you that might be of help? And so, you know, we, we can talk about some of those, but that's the gist of the book. Yeah, that's wonderful. I, I, again, uh, life is the biggest teacher. I, I wonder yep. if we can, I guess, jump to the middle and, and look at you and your wife on your journey. You have um, ascended and met that summit. You are right at the top of this this journey. Um, at what point did you realize that, you know, this was all going to be useful for you to put into a book? Yeah, um, probably uh, after the fact, mm. you know, um, yeah. we, we, we told the story. And, you know, I've, most of my books I have written because I found myself saying the same things over and over to a lot of different people, you know, and I thought, well, if I speak on it, that's great, but I can't cover the whole topic. So let me put this in a book or um, I, my neighbor just tonight, about an hour ago, I was sitting out front and he was telling me his story. And I said, you know, uh, are you guys readers? You know, I just want to make sure they'd like to read. And I said, I got a book for you. It's free. I'm giving it to you. Here you go. And I signed it for him and joked that they could sell it on eBay tonight and all that. <laughs> but they're that was so fun to have that to say here here's something that just might help you walk your journey a little bit it's not gonna it's not an easy answer but it might be some help so so yeah it's somewhere down the road we just finally said i, I gotta write this down and, yeah and it was the easiest book in the world to write because it was in our soul i mean you know we just retrospective yeah yeah we lived it we you know I, I mean i could almost written the whole thing without any notes and uh, so it was fun to do you know this whole analogy of you know climbing this mountain it's just so helpful because you know we all know even without doing it it just inherently that climbing a mountain is not an easy thing to do so no, using that idea and and helping others i'm sure um there have been so many people that have come back and and get, given you feedback on just how wonderful and useful and practical uh, the concepts inside this book are. Tell me, uh, how, did, how yeah. did you feel, um, you know, when you first started to receive um, accolades for this book? Yeah, it was, it was so great. Uh, I, I have a little a blue wristband that I've made up. It's a little narrow one and people seem to like it. But it's on one side, it says never quit climbing. On the other little side, it says the view from the top is worth it. And, and I have hundreds of them and I give them away. I gave some away this weekend. And it's so fun because, I mean, I was driving for Lyft for a while and I, you know, I was doing a number of things and I would have almost every day somebody in my car and they just start talking. I didn't bring it up. You know, I'm like their bartender or their <laughs> yep. hairstylist and they just start telling me stuff. And I say, well, I can't fix that, but here's a little something I learned. I say, here's a present for you. Uh, do what you want with it. And I mean, some of them literally are sobbing in the back of the car because they're going, you don't know how much I needed this today. Yeah. Wow. That is worth the world. I mean, if you're having a bad day, that changes, you know, that changes everything. May um, I ask I, Gary with your wonderful wife, um, how has this affected her mindset to life? Yeah. Well, the cool thing is that, uh, one, she has helped particularly a lot of women who are going through, you know, a cancer, a similar kind of thing. Mm -hmm. She's on the phone with them. You know, she's sharing, you know, what, what kind of chemo are you? you have? I mean, stuff I can't 
you know, address. The daytime. And, and she yeah. says, I've been there. You know, hey, I've been up that mountain. Uh, and so she's she's as big a helper as I am. And though she didn't write the book, she's she's often, you know, goes with me. And she she shares her side of the story, or she's just doing it one on one. That we just find, again the lady we talked to across the street. We did not know she some of her illnesses, and Jackie's a great help in that side of a setting. So she's she's as much a part of it as I am, and it's really that's so fun that we do it together. Yes, wonderful. Thank you very much for sharing. Uh, I've heard the saying, "A problem shared is a problem halved." Do you find that? Um, having somebody there beside you as a, as a team, as a partnership has, has helped you walk this, this difficult road? It, it is. And one of the principles, if I could share one, and there are a couple that I put right at the top, and this is one of them, you don't climb alone. You know, you're a fool, you're a fool to climb a mountain by yourself. Mm -hmm. And some do it. Um, well, that's a great principle when you're going through a personal mountain. And so, yeah, Jackie, I was her helper and she was mine, but you know, other people, you know, we, we've, we've told them, look, you know, don't climb by yourself. You don't have to have a hundred people, you know, pick your people carefully. My wife had a, had a gal that would take her to some of her chemo treatments. Uh, the interesting thing is that woman named Anne had uh, breast and lung cancer. They call, they were calling it terminal 15 years ago. She's still alive today, by the way. Amazing. Um, but, but she would take Jackie you know, on a snowy day in a car with heated seats and she would get her to the hospital or wherever she needed to go on days when I couldn't do it. And Jackie loved that, but so did this gal. And I think it was a part of her healing and part of her, you know, managing her cancer was to help somebody else, you know? And so, yeah, having another person alongside is great. Here's the other thing um, that you got to be careful with, Rick, and that is that people forget about the caregiver. You know, when somebody has particularly an illness, mm -hmm. um, there's that husband, there's that wife, there's that mom, dad, you know, whatever, and, and they are putting a ton of energy into helping this person, but it's easy to forget about them. And so what I've been the caregiver, and so I can kind of, you know, hone in on people and say, hey, this has been hard on you too, hasn't it? And so that whole coming up the mountain with somebody else is really a big deal. You know, this brings out for me, Gary, the the wonderfully warm, helpful, giving, um, present nature of human nature. It There yeah. is some good yeah. in people still left, <laughs> believe it or not. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and you use the word presence and I love that word. You know, sometimes it's just being there. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's so much easier to climb a mountain when you got somebody who's just doing it with you. So, yeah, very yeah, well, true. Um, you are the very reason I'm doing this uh, call, Gary. I love uh, speaking with individuals like yourself who have had real life experiences now on, on your journey to educate others through your own experience. Where do you find um, your audience? Are they in business? Are they in marriages? What type of audience <laughs> do you speak to? Almost everyone. Yeah, well, it's a I great. Suspect. It's a great. It's a great question. Uh, well, I do a number of these things. I I did a a uh, a climbing show actually in Colorado. That mm -hmm. was kind of fun, where they talked to climbers, and so you know that we could that really resonated. But yeah, uh, a lot of times my speaking deal I do in business, and it's it's leadership training. But what they ask me to do is they say talk about this because we got people who work for us who are a mess, and they've got finances or relationship struggles or whatever and they don't know what to do with that and 
they'll be better workers if if they could get a hold of some of this kind of thing. So some of what I do, uh, that's part of my audience. Uh, some of it is in the church faith community. Some of it's in education. I've been going to some rotary clubs of late, mm-hmm. you know, just social groups and 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 um, libraries. I did a whole library team thing and, and you know, but they, they wanted to hear about this. So uh, it's it's kind of where I'm at in this journey. And, um, you know, and you, you do some these great things with helping people in a business. I don't know if this will be a business or not. I try to, you know, make a little money from it. And uh, we're, we're trying to do, we're doing some other, uh, I got another consultant helping me on some things, but yeah, uh, it, it, they're all over the place. And some of it, it's just individual. I mean, I'll be sitting in a, a waiting room somewhere and you just get talking to the person next to you and <laughs> yeah, well, all of a sudden, yeah. there they go. You Here could, we are. I mean, if we stop and think about what business is in it, at its core, it's about service. And um, you, you, you are providing something that serves others. So I absolutely think there's an opportunity to, uh, I guess, uh, convert that value into a money exchange or some sort of other value uh, proposition. Well, sure. And yeah. I think one of the missing links in a lot of leadership today is pe- the leaders don't take time to find out what's going on in the life of, uh, of their people. I, I listened to one of your, uh, your other uh, sessions earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, I, rem- I loved your, your first question was, no, we're not going to talk about that right yet. Let's just talk about you. And I thought, you're doing that. I mean, that's, you're, you're saying, wait, there's more to this business. There's more to this than just the money and the, you know, the, what the product, those are important things, oh, yeah. but there's people. And so that's kind of what I'm trying to do. No, it's wonderful, Gary. Um, you're, you're definitely on the same page because at the end of the day, there are people behind businesses and there are people behind problems that need other human beings there to help them work through and, and sort yeah. through their piles of problems. Now, um, you seem to me that you love writing um, and this mm-hmm. latest book or one of your, all of your books, I suspect, just flew off the pen. <laughs> Knowing that, is there, is there more to come? Well, uh, yeah, I'm actually working on a book. Uh, should never give out a title. Someone can steal it, I guess. But you can't <laughs> copyright a title anyways. Uh, and I'm calling it uh, Leading for the Health of It. And uh, they'll play on words. But I, I, there are a lot of leaders in, in all sorts of arenas that are not healthy. They may be successful, but they're not healthy. They're not healthy you know, in, inwardly. They're not healthy emotionally. They're not healthy honestly they're not healthy at home or whatever. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm just trying to write a book. Others I know have t- addressed this at times, but the most of the, a lot of leadership books I read are, you know, about running your organization and being organized. And it's great. There are a lot of wonderful writers out there who are just way better than on that than I am. But I, but I just want to address maybe seven or eight core principles of healthy leadership. So I'm, I'm just getting started on that one, but that's probably my next title or something like that. Thank you very much for the insight. I'm sure nobody's going to steal this wonderful book. Please don't. <laughs> um, it's Gary's. He's taken ownership. <laughs> now, yeah, Gary, yeah. I, I wonder, given that you've talked about being a healthy uh, individual, what does a typical day look like for you? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know if I have any. I can't even remember what day it is anymore. <laughs> you know, when you 
well, part of the, you know, the Corona thing didn't help us, right? Because yeah. we all had to be at home and we didn't have our markers for, oh, this is Wednesday. On Wednesday, I do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so that didn't help. But, um, but I try. Um, I try to uh, exercise, try to be in shape. I, you know, I still want to do, I've done nine of these big mountains and I want to get to the 10th one. And I don't know. <laughs> it's getting more challenging, but that ke- it keeps me motivated to at least stay in shape a little bit. Um, this is more of a weekly thing, but my wife and I, uh, if anybody's listening, uh, thinking about, you know, their marriage, uh, it, it's, people always ask me, what's, what's kept you guys going for 44 years, you know, and, uh, you know, it's certainly not been perfect, but, you know, or as I like to joke, they've been 38 of the happiest years of my life. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what keeps you going? And I always say, I'll tell you the number one thing for us, it doesn't mean it's for everybody. The number one thing for us is we have made time for each other every week, every week. Now, that you, you can do that in a lot of little ways, and you should, but we have one day a week. Some years it was a half day. It was all we could swing or all we could afford. But uh, right now it's Thursday, I can just tell you. And every Thursday, there uh, are times when I'm out of town or you know, something comes up, but we always know that Thursday, the next one, whatever it is, day of the week, in this case Thursday, yeah. we're going to be out hiking. We're going to be together. We might be running errands, but it's our day. We always have lunch. We always look each other in the eye. And, you know, it's it's not heavy every time. It might be, uh, you know, one week, but it's it's just good. And it, we just kind of had sent this message, you're important enough that I will give you, we will give each other that time. And we've had some of the, the coolest times, you know, in the bad weather, it's museums and other weeks it's a movie and sometimes it's a, a shopping trip and other times it's a hiking trail and um, it's that's just been so essential and that's so that's in our day or our week at least on a regular basis uh we're uh we're both big faith people we mm-hmm. are, we trust our faith and our god a lot and so um you know our time we'll spend time you know reading and of course on the weekends we try to you know, get with other people of faith, and that just kind of enhances our world. And then three mornings a week, I do a, a Facebook Live thing. I call it Climb with Gary. It's on at, uh, let's see, 7.30 in the morning Eastern, so I don't know what that is for you. But um, it's just 10, 15 minutes. I'm a musician, so I'll play a little something fun to keep us going. And I give a little challenge, something practical to learn. It might be biblical. It might just be general. And I started where I would get about 20 or 30 views. And last week I had 175. Oh, that's wonderful. That was pretty cool. Yeah. People like it. They, you know, it's just kind of helpful to them. And it's very low key. And we have a lot of fun doing it. And so that's part of my day, at least three mornings uh, a week. Um, I have grandkids, so when I can get time, in fact, not tomorrow, but on Wednesday, I, my oldest boy here gets a bike ride. We, we do a trail of, a, I don't know how many miles we'll do, but, um, yeah, he gets a bike ride with, well, he calls me Yeya. We go with the Chinese name uh-huh. and he calls and we were, so he's excited about that and I can't wait. It's going to be fun. No, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing your you life bet. with us. Cause it, it, 
does make the difference. It's that humanistic side of things. Um, yep. I, I want to put on your hiking boots and, and see yep. life through your eyes as you're walking the trail with your wife and you're spending that day. You know, you can hear the crunching of the granite below you and the stones and everything else, and you take in that, yep. that cool, clear, crisp, fresh air. How do you oh feel when you're walking a trail? Well, I'll tell you what my wife says because it explains it the best. She says, I literally see the tension go out of your body the longer we hike. She said, I can see it. I just, she said, I can almost watch it. And she's right. And so that, yeah, uh, sometimes we're not saying anything for a while. And other times, you know, she, she loves photography. So sometimes she'll have her camera, sometimes she won't. And she'll get these really cool pictures of an eagle or whatever. And, and so everyone's different, but yeah, um, it, it's, it's like, it's, it's almost, you can just feel it, 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 this, it's sort of like caffeine in the morning. You can just sort of feel, <laughs> you can feel it kind of welling up in your body and you go, this is good. I'll tell you, when I'm on the side of a mountain or I'm on a mountain trail and it's so quiet, you can't hear anything. I mean, that's a holy moment for me. That, that's just something. And something magical. Wonders. Yep, something you think, you, your mind clears out. It's so good. Speaking of things magical, Gary, this has yep. been such a great call. I, I, I always like to ask when people want to find you and they want to learn more about you and, in fact, get you, uh, their hands on your books, where yep. will they find you? Yeah, neverquitclimbing.com. What a great domain. Really easy. Yep, that's where uh, it's the website. It's got info on the books. It's got contact info. It's got a little bit about our story. Uh, yeah, that's the easiest way to do it. Fantastic. Well, look, everybody who's been on the call with us today, um, you know, there's some power in living life to the fullest and picking up that pen and, and turning your, your experiences into a book that helps others. Um, Gary, in closing, thank you so very much for the wonderful work that you're doing to help others. And thank you very much for spending some time with me on the My Future Business Show today. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.